Hi everybody, this is Lauren Mole here at Broadcast Park in the heart of the Napa Valley. Hi. Hi, Jen. I think we got a pretty interesting guest uh, with us today. I'm sure looking forward to it. We've got Bruce Johnston, the owner of the Napa Silverados Baseball Club, and he's Lauren, this is him. He's standing right here. Morning. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Lauren, Judd, thank you both for having me. What a great what a great day to be on a podcast or the radio or both. Yeah, I can't wait to sit down and talk to you and hear the plan for baseball in Napa. Well, thanks. I can't wait to share it. Before we get to the show, we invite you to enjoy Judd at his family's winery on the south end of Silverado Trail. Judd's Hill Winery, located at 2332 Silverado Trail, here in Napa Valley, California, USA. Thanks, Lauren. All visiting information is at judshill.com. We would love to see you. We'd love to show you what we do, all the fine wines, all the good times. And, uh, Lauren, what do you say? If somebody is online at the website and wants to put some wine in their shopping cart, should we give them a little, little deal? Just for being an avid listener, type in coupon code JNVS, all in lowercase letters, please, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. 15%? That's all. <laughs> exactly. That's it. But if you would like more, would you like a better deal than that? Sure. Uh, there is the Judd's Hill Wine Club, and you can join online. It's free to join, and we guarantee you get to try all of our great wines. You get invitations to fun events, parties. It's a guaranteed good time. It sure is, Judd. And now, let's knock this out of the park. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a fantastically fun Finkel Fest. Get ready for another heapful of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. Hi, everybody. Got to this is Lauren Minus. I'm sorry that I can't be with you in person today at the Wiki Wiki Grog Shop, as I am conducting some important business here on the streets of downtown Napa. But I am able, though, to introduce today's guest. Well, thank you very much, Lauren Moore. you got to try a little kindness. Yes, show a little kindness. Just shine your light for everyone to see. And if you try a little kindness, then you'll overlook the blindness of narrow-minded people on the narrow-minded streets. And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's a very special Judd's Napa Valley show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Finkelstein. Good morning, Lauren Mole. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Judd. How about you? I am wonderful. It is uh, great to see you. And, you know, we had a little uh, false start there. It looked like uh, the computer was trying to play another one of our shows. Uh-oh, looks like we had a flag on the play. It thought we were not in the studio and, and went into emergency mode, but we're here. We are actually here. Rest assured, uh, yes, ladies broadcast and gentlemen, park. we are here. Uh, Lauren Moll, last we spoke, you had something very exciting going on. I did. Tell me all about it. Well, last week, me and a few other of my friends from the Everybody's a Star Foundation based in Sonoma were honored to sing the Star Spangled Banner at the Giants game. It's amazing. You are Mr. Arena Singer. How do you do that? I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm having such a great time doing that. It's, it's quite apparent. Now, tell me, how did it go? 
It went fantastic. We just hit ourselves a home run. <laughs> I'm, I have no doubt. I mean, I think I said this last time. It's kind of becoming old hat to you, but you seem to still approach every appearance with vigor and excitement and enthusiasm. That's right. And do you have any more set up? How many uh, times have you done this? How many times have you sung in a professional sports event? Uh, I mean, well, at, like a major times. league. We're talking like the Giants, the A's, the Warriors. Have you done the Sharks? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Okay. And others? Have you gone out of town to sing at professionals? You went back east once, didn't you? Uh, I did. Uh, at Boston for the Green Fest. Wow. That is just amazing. And you get these great opportunities because of your involvement with Everybody's a Star. I do. Let's talk about them for just a moment. Sure. Well, Everybody is a Star is a nonprofit-based organization in Sonoma that helps the special needs individuals like myself uh, showcase our talents in professional broadcast quality music videos. And if somebody goes right now to everybodystar.org, yes. what's going to happen? Then they can actually see my video. Michael Bublé's I Just Haven't Met You Yet. And that website goes... 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Isn't that wonderful? It is. I would encourage all to go go check that out. Right. But actually, wait till after the show. Yeah, not right now. Right. I mean, we're doing something here. We're right. glad you're with us. Oh, you yeah. know, don't skip out on us. It's oh, no. great. It's a great video. But, you know, hang out with us for just a little bit. It is. So, uh, so what's been going on with you, Judd? Hey, Lauren, it's a beautiful, beautiful Napa summertime absolutely loving it it's a little warm but that's good that's summer the grapes like it i'm looking out the window it's kind of blindingly bright right now but absolutely gorgeous and uh, we've got some fun events coming up this coming friday july 28th is yukapalooza at oxbow one of my favorite nights of the year this is either number five or number six I'm, I'm i'm thinking maybe number six it's a great community event we put on every year and by we i mean um Myself, my family winery, Judd's Hill, my band, the Maikai Gens, and the Oxbow Market all come together to put this on. It's free to attend. It's from 6 to 9 on the river deck at Oxbow Marketplace this Friday. What's going to happen, you may ask? Well, my band, the Maikai Gens, will be playing some old-time Hawaiian music, but we're not really the stars of the show. We're just kind of the glue holding it together, and we invite anybody out there who's got a ukulele, bring it on down. If you don't have one, you can actually get one there, too. There will be some ukuleles available for sale, I believe. And we want you to come and perform and strum. It doesn't matter if you are just starting out. It doesn't matter if you are a seasoned expert. Everybody is welcome. Everybody is appreciated. It's tons of fun. There will be vintage Aloha wear for sale uh, from Retro Diva, one of the Bay Area's premier vintage uh, vintage clothing dealers. Exactly. And she'll, be, she'll be setting up there and so you can get your muumuu and your Hawaiian shirt. The Oxbow Market Merchants will have one night only island-style specials. So if you're a regular at Oxbow, come on down and try something completely new. The Oxbow Wine Merchants will have some specials on Judd's Hill Wines. How about that? And there will be a raffle to benefit Voices Youth Center, which is a wonderful nonprofit organization here in town that helps uh, foster youth and others, uh, LGBTQ, just fo help, helping support the youth of our community get on a good life path. Uh, so really worth it uh, to come support them as well. What else is going to be happening? Oh, Kala Ukulele Company from Petaluma will be there, not only to have some of their staff 
and family playing ukuleles, but they have generously donated some ukuleles to this raffle. So if you'd like to maybe win a fabulous ukulele, you can do that as well. The very next day, July 29th, is something new to this community, and I could not be more excited or more proud. Uh, We had the organizers um, on last week, and it is Napa Valley Kindness Day, Saturday, July 29th. And this has no political affiliation. It has no religious affiliation. It has absolutely no affiliation, actually. There's not even a real organization behind it. It's two young kids from our community wanted to showcase the power and importance of kindness to strengthen community. And they have organized a walk, which will go through Yontville. So here are the details. Gathering begins at 9.30 a.m. on Saturday, July 29th at Veterans Memorial Park in Yontville. That's at the south side of town at Washington and California. And then around 10.30, folks will walk through town. It's a short loop, maybe about a half a mile from the park into town back to the park. Uh, We encourage people to bring signs with messages of kindness on it. After that, we will all convene at Napa Valley Museum right there at the Veterans Home for... More fun. There will be activities, presentations, music, treats, uh, cookies from Annie the Baker, cookies from Alexis Baking Company, cookies and brownies from Model Bakery, ice cream from Three Twins. Can can you tell two little girls organized this event? (laughs) There will be some food as well. Uh, Napa Valley hot dogs will be there. And uh, proclamations will be made, uh, original music. The Napa Valley Museum will be sponsoring a very cool Uh, part of this called the Kindness Collage. It's an art project that all in attendance are welcome to take part in. Everybody there can create a piece that will go into this greater collage that will be displayed at the museum. And each piece will represent what kindness means to the person who created it. So that's really exciting. And then at the museum itself is an amazing exhibit of these really, I mean, I say unique, and I mean that one-of-a-kind handmade, inventive, unusual musical instruments. Um, Paul Drescher is the artist. He will be there on hand, and all are invited to come in. Uh, If you're wearing a Be Kind button, which you can get at the walk, you get two-for-one admission to Napa Valley Museum that day. Everything else is free. All the kind of stuff is free, but to go in the museum, it'll be two-for-one. And it's a really fun, cool, family-friendly, musical, interactive exhibit. I encourage all to see that as well. <sighs> More information, by the way, Be Kind Napa on Facebook. Just look up Be Kind Napa, and there's a dynamic page there with updated information. That's what's going on here. Let's get to the meat of the show. We've got a very cool guest. I'm super excited to hear the story that is to be presented in just a few moments. Lauren Mole, would you mind, please? Sure, Judd. The sun has risen. It's a bit after dawn's done. It may be early, but we're going to spawn fun. Our guest will soon grace all with local pro baseball, the Napa team owner, Bruce Johnston. Hey, Bruce Johnston, how are you, sir? I'm well. Thank you very much for having me, Judd. Thank you, Lauren, for that fine uh, fine uh, introduction. Well, you're quite welcome, Bruce. It's just a delight to be here with you both. Thanks thanks for letting me be here. It's wonderful to have you. I... I, I... I'm just so excited. Can you tell? Take your time, John. I love baseball. I absolutely love baseball. Since I was a little kid, it has gripped me. I played Little League. I played a little bit of of, uh, high school baseball. Uh, There were 
definitely kids that were bigger, stronger, faster than I. I, I could hit. I've got a pretty good eye, but still, I wasn't the star of the team. So after my first year, I became the the voice of the St. Helena Saints baseball instead of the player. But I do love it. And now baseball is coming to Napa. Thanks to you. Well, thank you very much. For, uh, professional baseball uh, is, you know, it's, it's an exciting sport. And whether you're, whether you're playing with the Giants or whether you're in the professional association or Pacific Association of the Professional Baseball Leagues, it's still America's pastime. <clears throat> it's been amazing to me throughout this journey to find how many people in Napa actually consider themselves baseball people. And yeah. it's just, a, you know, it, it's a, there's a great camaraderie around baseball. You know, the, it's, uh, you know, it's America's pastime, but it's, you know, it's something that kids can do. It's something that adults can enjoy. It's, you know, you played in when you were younger. I played when I was younger. I, yeah. uh, my, my problem was I had three speeds, slow stop and stop. And <laughs> yeah. When you can't get to first base before the uh, third baseman bounces it three times to the first baseman, you know, you're going to have a pretty short career. So That's when you become the voice of the of the baseball team, kind of like well, I, Or I, some other aspect, the mascot, the, well, the I peanut actually, vendor. I, I, don't I actually <laughs> moved to golf because I found I could hit the ball much better if it wasn't moving. So that was, <laughs> that was my solution. I like it. Now, your background, is. does baseball figure at all in your background? You're, from, you're originally from Southeast, right? The, I, right. North I was, Carolina? I was born in, uh, born in North Carolina, grew up in Virginia, went back to the University of North Carolina. Mm. And, um, and, you know, baseball, as, yeah, as, as somebody who watched the game, you know, I've always enjoyed the game. Uh, you know, was it a prominent part of my history? No. You know, this was just one of those things where I'm not sure you ever wake up in the morning and say, you know what, gee, I think today would be a great day to own a professional baseball team. But I think that's what happened to you. We're going to get to that in a moment. But it, but sort of, it sounds it, like. It sort of did happen, but it's just not something that you really think that, right. you know, this is this is a great life path for me. I think I'll get into professional baseball so, because I wasn't particularly athletic. So, so well, so what was your path? You know, what you must have studied something at the University of North Carolina mm-hmm. that you intended to pursue and maybe did pursue for some time? Or well, I have a degree in English literature, which is incredibly valuable if you want to teach English and yeah, or yeah. be a proofreader or, you know, write magazine articles or something like that. I, I was then in, we've got, we've, we're going to get to something later in the hour you're going to be very good at, a little word, word play. Oh, good. Okay. good. I, I love that. I love games. So, <laughs> okay, so you got your English uh, literature degree. Yeah, and then I went into sales and, and I was in magazine advertising sales for a few years and then I, uh, you know, I had a little something fall in my lap which I guess tends to happen to me. I met a gentleman on an airplane, and he convinced me to come to work for him in the shopping center business. So I was a, oh. I worked for one of the largest mall owners in the United States for over 20 years, and then in the last 11 years I've had my own consulting company in the, assisting shopping center owners and retailers and, uh, you know, and, and I do a little work for investors and do a little expert witness work, so a little bit of everything. Wow. And, and now I'm transitioning into being a full-time baseball guy. Well, I mean, that, that's, you know, the usual life path, it sounds yeah. like. Nothing out of the ordinary there. But I'm curious, though, when you said you went to work with for um, shopping malls, in, in what capacity? What, what does one do? Uh, there's a lot of different things you can do in what, that, what did that you business. Do? But what I did is I was in the leasing department, which meant okay. that I chose the stores or I, I picked the, the stores that came into the mall. And you probably would recognize the names Arden Fair, Broadway Plaza, Village at Corte Madera. I worked on all of those yeah, throughout sure. my history as well as – Centers from Fresno all through the Canadian border. So basically, my job was to to pick the stores that came into the the shops that came into the mall, and then as I my career moved up, I 
I oversaw, you know, folks who actually did that directly. So oh, then you became a consultant uh, then I be- in the business. Yeah. I, what I found out is that, that, you know, when I started with a company, we had 11 malls. When I left, we had 85 malls. Wow. And, and I found that I was a much better employee in a small company than a large one because I have an irritating habit of telling people the truth. <laughs> and sometimes that's not as valued in a large company as it is in a small one. Un- uh, understood. So, you know, good to freelance at that point. <laughs> well, what eventually brought you to Napa? You've been here about 10, 11 years, something like that? I've been here. It's it's just about 10 years. 10 years uh, my wife and I moved up here 10 years ago. Her sister uh, and her husband have lived here for uh, Wade Woodward's. Her husband, he grew up here in Napa, uh, and Laurie Woodward has been here for a long time. She's an elementary school teacher at Browns Valley, and oh. my wife wanted to be closer to her sister so they could have uh, fam- more family time and mm-hmm. maybe have their mom come to visit, and so... We made the decision to move up here about 10 years ago and, and could not be happier. We love living in this beautiful valley and, you know, the people are wonderful. The, the, you know, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing that you can say that's bad about living in Napa. Yeah, it ain't too shabby. All right. So you're, you're living your life in Napa. You're consulting, shopping malls. And then one day, and I've heard you speak about this briefly before, and it really does sound like one day a baseball team Dropped into your lap so out of the sky. Yeah. So t- how, do, how does that happen to somebody? Well, I was at a luncheon, and it's one of those luncheons where you have lunch, and then they pass a microphone around, and everybody says who they are and what they do, and then you listen to a presentation. And there was a gentleman at my table named Mel Engel, and a lot of the listeners probably know Mel. He was a, a businessman here in the Valley for years. And, and uh, so anyway, he says, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know the Napa Baseball Exploratory Committee is ready we are bringing professional baseball to Napa. And I was thinking to myself, you know, that I, I could do that. I mean, I've got some time. I could sell tickets. I could sell T-shirts. I could pour beer. It would be just fun to be able to go out and watch professional baseball games here in Napa. That would yeah. be awesome. So I, I got his card, followed up with him that, that evening, sent him a note, said, Dean, I'm inter- very interested in this. And, and uh I get up the next morning, I go check my emails, and here's an email from him that says, Bruce, we're very excited that you're looking forward to owning the team. <laughs> so when you said I'm interested in this, you weren't very specific. I, you should have been a little more specific. I should have been a little more specific. <laughs> I, I actually, I was thinking to myself, did I have any wine before I sent that email? What exactly did I say? And then I went back and it just said I'm interested in the baseball team. But oh, okay. But assumed that I was interested in owning the team. and So you said, uh, okay. I'll own a baseball team. Well, no, there must have been some process, well, right? Actually, what happened is I, I mentioned it to my wife, and she said, you know, you have come up with some stuff before, but this is really, this is top of the mark. You this is just, a doozy. You have just hit, hit this one out of the park, so to speak. Right, she right. Said, you know, no pun intended. You, you have no idea how much work this is going to be. You, have, you know nothing about baseball. You know nothing about running a baseball team. What are you thinking? And so as it turns out, that, that night we had a family dinner, and her mom was actually in town, her sister and, and my brother-in-law were over, and, and I mentioned it, and Laurie says, hey, Bruce, you know, what you don't understand is there's no fun, affordable family entertainment in Napa. And she said, I could have your ball players come in and read to my students, and I could run a kids program at the game, and... You know, all of a sudden, it sort of sounded a little exciting. So I followed up with Mel that that uh, following week. They had a 
a committee meeting, which was just a group of uh, local businessmen who all decided, you know, why does San Rafael have a team and we don't? Why does Sonoma have a team? Why does Vallejo have a team? Napa deserves a team. And so they had done some work with the league and they had met with the other owners and, and they had put a package together for me. And so I took a look at the package, and it was quite, uh, you know, there was a lot to it. And so I needed a chance to go through it, and, and I did. And so that that uh, Thursday, um, I sat down with Mel for lunch, and he said, well, is this something you want to do? And I said, Mel, you know, here's the deal. I said, I, you know, I'm, my wife and I are comfortable, but I'm not mm-hmm. in a position where I can write a check every month and do this. It just, it, I, uh, it has to, at the very least, break even. And... I said, I need some time to figure that out. So I asked him he, him if the committee would allow me to have until the 15th of November and give me that chance to, to see if I could make a decision about whether it made sense for me. Wow. So you've spent the last several months thinking about this, contemplating it, going out into the community, seeing about uh, sponsorship – because that really seems like the meat and potatoes. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's you know, on, and just to, to finish it up a little bit on the by the fifteenth of November, I realized there was no way I could make the decision. And so what I did is I gave the league a non-refundable deposit, and they gave me until the thirtieth of June. And then mm-hmm. I've since then I've been out in the community because the business model doesn't work if you just look at ticket sales right. and concessions and and uh, merchandise. What it works on is advertising and sponsorships from local businesses, and and because that's, you know, there there's a <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, the more you get into it, there's a lot of things you don't think about. You know, how much do umpires cost? How much do baseballs cost? How much do uniforms cost? And so once you start adding all this stuff up, you realize, you know, with selling ten dollar tickets, you know, there's there's not quite enough ten dollar tickets to cover all of those. So, well, I'm very happy to hear that tickets are going to be about ten bucks because, and we'll, we can get into this because that is the lament that there's not enough family friendly activity here in the valley. And this, we'll get into that in a moment, but I can't imagine there being enough tickets sold at ten dollars, and plus, I imagine a lot of tickets are given away to community organizations Correct. and whatnot. So you can't pay for baseballs. I don't know how much baseballs cost. They can't be – well, how many? How much do baseballs cost, and how many do you go through in one game? Uh, it, the baseballs are, are $6 a piece. Okay. And then <clears throat> if you add it up through the season, you're looking at somewhere around fifteen to $16,000. Wow. And just baseballs. Do you, is that for just home games? Is that are That's you just for home games? And you're responsible for all the home games? I'm responsible game. for, the, for the baseballs for home games. 40 home games in a season and – you know, the good news is that because we're not affiliated with any major league club, we can do things that you can't do in the major league. So yeah. I can actually put somebody's logo on a baseball. So oh, I see. When it lands in your hand, it could be the Judd's Hill <laughs> right. Winery Baseball. I'll say, if anybody out there wants right. to be a, a, a ball sponsor. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, you know, but it's the same thing. It's, the, it's just things that, which is why I asked for the time to, to look into this business, mm-hmm. because there are things you just don't think about you know it's a 40 game home season you're talking about ten thousand dollars worth of umpires wow so it's you know and and that's and and that adds up so if anything is slow enough to be screen printed on that i can catch it and put a logo on i'm going (laughs) to catch it and put a logo on it Uh, you know that maybe this is a good time if somebody is interested and wants to contact you about sponsorship we'll go through this again at the end but it seems like a natural segue what 
what's a good contact well they, for you? they could reach me here on the phone at 707 uh, 254-8377 uh, they can send me an email bruce b-r-u-c-e at silveradosbaseball.com that's silverados plural baseball.com or they can go to the website www.silveradosbaseball.com there's information on there great and it is is it the napa silverados or the napa valley silverados it is the napa silverados napa the city but, of napa but no it is not no. the city of napa, napa it is the it is the county of, of napa. napa and that's one of the reasons why the name is the silverados because and i wish the the trail went all the way to american canyon but I don't have much control over that. But what one of the things I one of the reasons why it's the Silverados is it's designed to unite the in, entire community. I want people in Calistoga and St. Helena and Yountville and mm. Rutherford to feel like it's their team as well as it's it's every if you if you live in Napa, this is your team. Got it. Got it. And the twenty ers maybe is too close to the another team nearby. A, another team that's, you know, had some success in <laughs> the past. <laughs> that's right. in the past. What uh what are your what are your hopes and dreams for this ball club here in Napa? Um, you know, my my biggest hope is that we create something that the community can really rally behind. Um, you know, obviously the the fun, affordable family entertainment. Um, but you know, the other thing is that we live in the food and wine capital of the world. There's no question about that. But I also firmly believe that we live in the philanthropy capital of the world too. Mm. And there, the, to me, in order to make this part of the community, there has to be a give back component. And part of that is going to be that every game will be sponsored and every sponsor will get to pick fun stuff like who sings the national anthem and who huh. throws out the first pitch and what silly Lauren games. just perked up. Lauren perked up. I heard that earlier and I was thinking about I had made a mental note that, yeah. you know, wow, that's going to take some pressure off me. You, I've got you, a, a strong local guy ready to sing. So. You got a veteran right there, exactly. a veteran of the ball game singing. Exactly. So, so anyway, and then they'll be able to pick fun stuff to do in between innings. But more importantly is that every sponsor will get to designate a nonprofit for the game. And that nonprofit will get a contribution from the team. I'll give them a stack of programs on their way in. They can sell those for a dollar apiece, and all of that goes mm. back to them. There'll be ways for them to benefit financially during the game. And there will be a booth that they can set up where they can have their materials. They can sign up. So a little bit of a financial contribution, but more importantly, perhaps they get some exposure that they might not get elsewhere. That's great. I love the uh, community involvement aspect of the, of the plan here. We've got to take a quick break. This is Bruce. I'm not going anywhere. You're not, you're not going to go anywhere? Okay, good. I'm not good. going anywhere. Okay, this is Bruce. Now I, can talk, now I can talk Lauren into singing for me. Oh, he'll do a little audition while we go to break. Bruce awesome. Johnston, owner of the Napa Silverado's baseball team, is here. You're listening to Judd's Napa Valley Show. We'll be right back after these messages. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. At 1440 on your AM dial in the San Francisco Bay Area and streaming live in Raleigh, North Carolina at KVON.com. Back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Thanks, Lauren Mole, our guest, being a native of North Carolina. Bruce Johnston, you're the owner of the Napa Silverados baseball team coming to play here in Napa next, uh, next spring. Is next, the- next June. Next June, yes. yes. Great, wonderful. Before we get back into it, I did notice you have... An interesting bit of something or other here. Is this a, is this a gift for me? It, it is a gift for you, Judd. It's, it looks like a, a clear kind of vinyl 
travel case full of men's grooming products. It, it is a clear travel case full of men's grooming products. There's some <laughs> body lotion. There's some uh, body wash. There's some hand uh, lotion. And there's some deodorant. And <laughs> what you, Okay, I'm, I'm going to try not to infer anything by this gift, but go ahead. I just felt it was important that not only do you look your best on radio, but you smell your best, too. Yes. And I, so, <laughs> it's. I mean, this isn't television. You no. have to smell your best on radio. Radio. Absolutely. And that I felt that important. That's part of uh, the confidence that exudes through the microphone comes from smelling good, as opposed to smelling well, which I do also because of the size of my nose. Nice. Thanks. This is delightful. Thank you very much. I, I wouldn't mind keeping this, but if it's okay with you, could we open it up maybe? Uh, let uh, a listener get his or her hands on Judd's goodies? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, I would be delighted. I mean, there may be some gals that have a guy that, you know, this might be appropriate for, or there may be some guys that say, hey, I want to smell like Judd. <laughs> That's it. Now, this is what, Jack? Jack, uh, Jack Black, I Jack believe. Black brand. Yeah, we've got uh, some industrial strength hand healer. We're giving quite a plug here, some body lotion, on and on. Uh what else is there? I can't see everything that's in here, but yeah, deodorant. Very nice in a travel case. The very first person to go onto Twitter and tweet this message I want to get my hands on Judd's goodies with the hashtag JNVS and then tag Judd's Hill by at Judd's Hill. The first one I see come through. You're getting this fabulous carrying case of men's grooming products. I'll bring it back to Judd's Hill Winery. It'll be at the tasting room waiting for you. And then you can smell like Judd. And you can smell like Judd. Although in the tasting room, we prefer you don't put it on because we try to have a neutral, yeah. aromatically neutral environment. But step outside and lather up. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> now, notice you're wearing a Be Kind button, Bruce. I am wearing That's a, great. a Be Kind button. Thank you. I think that this is uh, incredible. I think that, first off... Off. The world needs a little bit more kindness uh, everywhere. You know, Napa is a very kind place to live, but but the world needs more kindness. And and a little start, uh, you know, can turn it into into something really big. And you know, the fact that you mentioned the two people that started this, you neglected to mention that they're your daughters. And well, I you know. I think that this is an absolutely incredible idea. From a couple of very, very bright kids, and I hope this thing goes all the way to the moon and the stars. Thank you so much. Uh, we're counting on it, and we, we, we're getting wonderful community feedback. And, and I will I will be there. I will be there at the march on Saturday. You I will? Would, I would not miss that for the world. I will be oh. there with my, uh, with my Napa Silverado's T-shirt Good. on and my Be Kind button on as well. That's great. Okay, and folks who are listening that are, are coming out, find Bruce. Talk to him about Napa baseball. He'll be wearing a Silverado's t-shirt and his be kind button just like he said this is a great opportunity to meet some folks and win some fans so speaking of winning fans you know what is a what is a day or night at the game going to be like can you paint the picture for me well the first thing i'm going to do is i need to upgrade the seating at the we're going to play at napa valley college they okay. have a, a marvelous uh, baseball field uh, but unfortunately the, the seating isn't terrific so i'm going to upgrade the stadium seating uh, unfortunately, there's no concession area, so we're going to create a concession area. And, uh, you know, I'm still working on whether we're going to have food trucks or whether we're going to have a permanent trailer or how we're going to do that. But, you know, certainly I, I believe in the Constitution somewhere it says 
if you're going to a baseball game, there has to be hot dogs and there has to be cold beer. Uh, so we can certainly we can certainly promise you that and and hopefully a lot more. Lauren, look that up. That's article something of the something. Yeah, it's in there. Somewhere. That wasn't even an amendment. That was part of the original. That was part of the original constitution. Draft, yeah. yeah. So okay. so anyway, uh, we can we can guarantee that. Um, you know, what it's going to be is, you know, this is fun because these are people who are professional baseball players. This is their full-time job for June, July, and August, and they don't get paid a lot. Uh, the ones that come in from out of town, we're going to have to find them host families where they can live during the summer because mm. they don't make enough to rent a hotel room or an apartment or, you know, even if you stuff a half a dozen of them in there. So, um, but these are guys that want to play. Uh, they're guys that came out of college that might not have been drafted uh, but their coach says they think they may be good enough if they can get some at bats in front of a couple of scouts, yeah. or their you know their arm is good enough, or it may be somebody who's in you know playing an A ball or double A ball, and you know they blew out their knee, or you know they they broke a bone in their hand or whatever. They're back to normal, but they can't get somebody to pick up their contract. So the quality of the baseball is pretty good. Um, you know, it, it's not quite what you're going to find if you go to the A's or go to the Giants, but it's, uh, you know, it's guys that are really, really, that want to play the game and are hoping to get an opportunity to move forward and, and uh, pick up a contract in A or AA or, and move on from there. That's wonderful. I think it's a great opportunity for them, a great opportunity for us to go see some good baseball, bring the family out. As you said, it's going to be inexpensive uh, to bring a family. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of nuts, you know. It, I look to bring my family to a baseball game, and it's you know start breaking open the piggy bank. It's you know what you're not going to have to break open the piggy bank. The the, the tickets are not going to be expensive. There's going to be discounts for kids, and you know you wear your little league or your softball uniform. There'll be a discount for you, you know, during the weekday games. So there's a there's you know it's an opportunity for everybody in Napa. It's an affordable opportunity to come out and have some fun, and you know that's what it's going to be. It's fun. It's small town baseball i mean there's silly games that are going to happen between innings and you know there's the the you know the cheerleaders or the dancers or whoever that just won in the regionals are going to get you know recognized in between innings the mm -hmm. you know one of the things the gentleman tim fitzgerald he's the head of media for for vallejo for the vallejo admirals team and when i sat down with him many months ago he said bruce he says here's it's a little daunting but here's what you have to think about you've got a 40 game season you have 642-minute segments that you have to figure out something to do so that the the fans in, in, in the seats aren't going to get bored in between innings. Okay, so for two minutes between innings, 640 times during the home game season, uh -huh. you've got to fill time. Right. Wow. Yeah. So wow. I'm going to bring Lauren back for yeah. additional singing <laughs> engagements. You need to have an entertainment director a creative director <laughs> absolutely you know that's that you know it's funny that you mentioned that because when you when i originally started thinking about this you think hey i'm going to be in the baseball business mm -hmm. and then very quickly you realize that you're going to be in the baseball business uh, but you're also going to be in the entertainment business the show business and show business and mm -hmm. the merchandise business and the concessions business yeah. and you know, so it's in the advertising business and the promotion business. And so, you know, it's, there's, there's a lot to it. I mean, it's, it's, you could put on any show you wanted. The show we're putting on happens to be a baseball game. Uh, so. It's going to be great. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to this. You mentioned Vallejo. So this is, this is in this league. It's called the Pacific Association of Professional Baseball Clubs. Correct. Got to admit, it doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. It's not that mellifluous. Is there a, let's see, Pacific Pap. Pap book. 
<laughs> you can't even do that. <laughs> no. It's, ac- what, what, it's acronymically challenged. Yeah. So what do you – is there a shortened name? What's you the know, nickname for your league? The, 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 you call it the Pacific Association, but okay. there's another one called the Pacific Association. But nobody cares because we're, oh. you know, we're here. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, you, you, you find something that works. It's, you know, that was from your – so it's a little archaic because it came from five years ago, so – no, it sounds old-fashioned, though, uh, I, which I like. Pacific Association of Professional Baseball Clubs. Uh, you've got so far in this uh, association Sonoma, San Rafael, Vallejo, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, and now Napa. And Napa's there, coming. And, and there will be a six-team, uh, hopefully announced relatively quickly. There's been some discussions with Martinez about uh, them joining oh. the league. So, okay. So hopefully 1st of June when we play our first game, we'll, we'll, there'll be six teams, so everybody won't get, uh, won't get tired of seeing the same folks coming around every week. <laughs> right, so. right. What are the names of the teams? We've got Napa Silverado. We the know Napa that. Silverados, the Sonoma Stompers, the San, Ra- uh, San Rafael Pacifics, the Vallejo Admirals, and the Pittsburgh Diamonds. Very nice. So Wait, the, the San Rafael Pacific of the Pacific of, Association of Specific Baseball. If you're being specific about Pacific, wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and you know, there's a story behind behind all of them. Vallejo has the Maritime Academy, so sure. they call themselves the Admirals. There was actually a diamond mine on the backside of Mount Diablo, which is why Pittsburgh oh. calls themselves the Diamonds, Didn't as know. well as the baseball reference, and then. I guess San Rafael got a little specific about being wanted to be Pacific, near the Pacific, in the Pacific Association, so they just went with the Pacifics. Why not? Why not? Why not? And I know it's important to you to have the players involved in the community Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. I mean, you know, they they understand that that this, for most of them, this isn't going to be their career. Uh, and for some of them, this is going to be their last stop. And so I think that they want to be out and part of the community and and I think some of them are going to find that it's such a pleasant place to live, they're going to want to stay here. Uh, but, you know, it's important, I think, at all levels of professional sports that, the you know, the, the, the fans get the opportunity to see these players out in, you know, out in real life and, and see them out in the community and, you know, opportunities for them to do good. And, and they can have fun and do good at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned in a little chat we had uh a while back that I think Sonoma does this and you'll do this as well. Just make sure no player leaves the facility or the field until any kid or any person really who wants to say hi or have a ball autographed or something like that gets to have that opportunity. Yeah, that that actually will be in my players' contracts that they're not they're they're required to stay on the field until every autograph is signed. And and that's for the guy that hits the game winning home run as well as the guy that throws the pitch that led to the opponent's team game running. Right, right, I mean, right. this is about uh, you know, appreciating the fans because they're the reason why you do this. They're the ones that are paying the bills. They're the ones mm-hmm. that are you know, patronizing the sponsors that we have. And, and you know, it's it's about give back for them, too. And you know what? You see that six-year-old kid, you know, talking to this six-foot-tall, 200-pound professional baseball player, and he doesn't care that he's not a giant or an A. He's getting that <laughs> autographed ball. Yeah. And mom's taking the picture on the cell phone, and that's the best day of his life. And, and you know, you... The, I don't think the players ever get tired of that, and, and I know certainly that the owners don't get tired of seeing that either. No, I would imagine not. I would imagine not. Now, you mentioned earlier about sponsorship really is the way to make this all float. Mm-hmm. Besides just a business having its name on a ball or on a fence or wherever you're going to put it, you said anything slow enough to run through a, <laughs> that you can catch to put through a silk screener. Right. What do you think the advantage for business, like what, community-wise, uh, PR-wise, marketing-wise – 
you know, why do you I, think? What's what's the pitch there? You know, no I, pun I I tell that no pun nice nice Sorry. pitch. No, it was unintentional. That was a, that was a strike. That no. was a oh <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, and I almost balked at it. But. Oh, nice. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm honest with with all of the folks that I sit down with, and I I let them know that if their goal is to have the absolute most eyeballs on that uh, on that outfield fence or that ad in the program or whatever, that it's probably not the right thing for them to do. But if they want to be part of bringing professional baseball to Napa, and if they want to be part of bringing fun, affordable family entertainment, uh, that's what it's all about. And they understand that they're helping. Uh, helping the team come to town because without that support, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I certainly do see the value in just being associated with something like a community professional baseball team. How are you going to reach fans? Are these uh, like in a wider circle? I mean, there obviously are going to be people who uh, really take to heart this team and want to follow it. And maybe they can't get to every game. Will these games be broadcast? They actually will be broadcast. We're going to have, and we've actually talked to the folks here about doing some of the games. They'll also be broadcast on internet radio. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, and then you can also find us on Facebook. You can also find, you know, go to our website there. So there's great ways for uh, people to be engaged and stay engaged with the team. But yeah, we are going to, you know, this is professional baseball. And I think there's another thing in the constitution about it has to be on the radio and in English and and Spanish, English, you know what you, you mentioned that, but that's very, very important. We're going to try and do that. In fact, I've got a, personal relationship with Tito Fuentes Jr. And as you know, his dad does the the Spanish broadcast for the Giants. Yeah. And one of the questions I've asked is, is this at all a possibility? Because we, you know, we value everybody in Napa. We value the, the Latino community. We value the, the, you know, men, women, gender. We don't care. We are... Just as Napa is, there's a lot of Napa here, and we want to be part of Napa. Yeah. Everybody is welcome, and, and we, we want to embrace the entire community. That's wonderful. Well, when you're not uh, promoting baseball in Napa, what do, you, what do you do for fun? What's your thing? I, you know what? I get, my thing would – I cook. I love to cook. Yeah. I, I find it's a, it's a great hobby. Um, you know, you, if you're a stamp collector, what are you going to do on your best day? Lick a few of them, you know, uh, but, but I, I get to eat my hobby. Um, and so I, I would have to say that's what I enjoy, you know, that and, and uh, taking my dog to Alston Park every day. So if I, if I have baseball and, and my wife and my dog and cooking, I'm a pretty happy guy at the end of the day. That sounds great. And I wouldn't mind a bottle of Chud's Hill wine. Well, that we can arrange for that as well. And, um, I've got to ask you something. You're in town, you're promoting baseball, you're getting to be quite known. And so this is something I think folks probably would want to know about you. And uh, I hope you can give me an honest answer. A little bit on the spot, I know. We're broadcasting live. But Bruce Johnston, do you go nuts for donuts? You know, I like a good donut. Well... If you wouldn't mind doing me the favor of enjoying a donut, compliments of Judd's Napa Valley Show. I've got a pink box here for you. You can take a look. Oh, my God. Take a look. Choose one of those. Choose one of those. Let's see which one he goes for, Lauren. Okay. I'm going for the one that I don't know what it is. It looks like it may be an apple fritter kind of a thing. Let me see. Hold that up. Oh, yeah. That is the glazed nub. 
it, it I don't know that that's what they really call it, it but I don't know. I, it's like a uh, it's just like a big mound of fried stuff. donut yeah. dough. And it's also glazed. the it's also the biggest one in the box. Okay, so that so that did sway my opinion a little bit. That is for you. Um, I'm not even going to ask you to relate that to baseball. I often do that to some of my guests because we have something we have to do right now. I just want you to enjoy that donut while we play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Madeline. All right. This is where your English uh, literature degree is going to come into some use. Bruce, we're going to fill in the blanks. So if you wouldn't mind, I would like you to give me a noun. A thing, not a person or a place, but a thing. How about a, a thing? Yeah. And it can be anything. Anything. Something a little odd. How about a star fruit? A star fruit. Okay, got it. A How about a plural noun? And again, it can be anything. Anything you want. Bozos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's more than one bozo. Yeah, I yeah. Think it's spelled, a lot of clowns. Is, is, is that end in a Z or an S? I don't know. They're already here. Okay. An <laughs> adjective. Super nice. Super nice. I like that. All right. Oh, this one, get creative. A geographic location. Anywhere, anywhere you can possibly imagine. You know... Judd, this this game is very deep. Yes, deep. I'm going deep. Yes. The Marianas Trench. Marianas Trench. Ooh, the deepest spot in the oceans here on Earth. He went deep. Yeah, very deep. Deep over the wall in left field. <laughs> He's going deep. Uh, I think I think this is going to be quite the home run coming up here. A year. The year 2222. 2222. 2222. Okay. That's a bit in the future. Oh, here we're going to get interesting. An emotion. I'm fearful. Fearful. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, another emotion. I'm surprised. Okay, surprised. Another emotion. Okay, now I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Finally, we're done. You can you can relax now. Hopefully, the annoyance will go away. A, another plural noun: baguettes. Baguettes. All right, Bruce Johnston, owner of the Napa Silverados baseball club team. What are you calling it? What's the official baseball? The it's the base the Napa Silverados baseball club club. Okay. In, in fact, as of yesterday, I have my articles of incorporation. We are the Napa uh, Silverados baseball club. Comma, Inc. Mazel tov, sir. Thank you. There was an article written about you less than a month ago in the Napa Valley Register. appeared June 30th. And uh, this is a little snippet from it that you have just rewritten via this Mad Libs game. Are you ready? (laughs) This is your life. And here it goes. Bruce Johnston can finally say it. Napa is going to have a professional starfruit team... (laughs) Wow, I can't wait for opening day. Okay. Okay. Johnston, the the prospective owner of the Napa Bozos, (laughs) has informed the Super Nice Association of Professional Baseball Clubs. (laughs) That rolls off the tongue better than the whatever the Pacific Pacific Association. Let's just – can we start a – Petition drive to call it the Super Nice Association. Okay. <laughs> I like it. The Super Nice Association of Professional Baseball Clubs, an, an independent league based in the Marianas Trench, <laughs> that he has made a commitment and is moving forward with the team and will put the team on the field in June 
of 2,222. <laughs> it takes a while to find the sponsor. Well, it does, and now I can raise money for the, all those baseballs. <laughs> That's right. So. Now, here's a quote. This is, this is you, Bruce, talking right now. Ready? I'm fearful for Napa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I'm surprised for the county. <laughs> I'm annoyed for the city. <laughs> <laughs> Said Johnston. <laughs> I'm excited for the baguettes that live here. And I'm excited. Very good. Bruce Johnston, that's, I wish you nothing funny. but great luck. It's SilveradosBaseball.com. SilveradoBaguettes.com. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. Bozos. Sorry. <laughs> Hitting the field uh, June 2018. Can't wait for opening day. Thank you very much, Judd. It's been a pleasure. Lauren, thank you. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillum R production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.